Welcome in. Please don't laugh. No, I'm going to ruin it for you. Oh, I think you already have. Okay. Welcome in to episode two of No But Seriously, a podcast hosted by me, Joel Young, uh, talking about mental health and topics of the like. Uh, this week, I am graced with the presence of my wonderful partner, Madison. Madison, how are you today? Yeah, I'm good. Speaking to the microphone, please, <laughs> if you will. Um, we're recording this on Valentine's Day because we're a romantic couple. Uh, <laughs> Madison, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Oh, wait, no, I have an introduction for you. Um, wait, don't I get to say? No, I want to say this bit first and then you can say. Um, people say if you... No, no don't yeah. you. This is not... <laughs> so Madison's um, a nurse um, and people say if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. So Madison works a lot during her life. <laughs> yes. No. That's, that's um, not good. Okay, Madison, tell the people about yourself. What do you want me to tell? Um, what's your name? What's your age? What's your location? <laughs> 22. Um, you work at? A hospital. Which one? <laughs> Wollongong. In what department? The emergency. Um, last year you worked at? Wollongong. And? Shalaba. In what departments? A lot of different ones. Okay, you worked in COVID, you worked in surgical. Why really my whole working Because history. it's important, this, this sets context. <laughs> anyway, um, you and I have been dating for? Six months. Well done. Didn't think you remember. Um... And how much of that have I had mental health issues? The whole time. Yeah. And how fun has that been? Good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So today um, I want to talk to my wonderful partner and get an insight into the impact of my mental health on her and the relationship as a whole. Um, And for obvious reasons, I'm going to be a little more comfortable in this interview um, as... Um, Madison's already heard much of what I've what I'm going to say probably in some way or another. Would that be fair, Madison? Yes, it would. Yes, you've copped quite a bit <laughs> over the last six months and longer. Um, so I'm going to start in some sort of a chronological order. When did I tell you that I had mental health issues? Um, it was probably like. Two to three months after I was talking. Yeah, so when was that? Was before we started dating? Yeah. Long before. Oh, ages. Like, like a year. Before. A year. Yeah. yeah. And how did you. I mean, I. You're very. You're very knowledgeable and insightful, and you can. You probably Pick already knew. Pick up on the vibe. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure you picked up on the vibe in high school. But um, how did you react to that? Well, I feel like you made it more of a big deal yeah and when you told me i already knew okay (laughs) wonderful i told you at the time i knew yeah you did um to be fair in previous relationships i've like when i've I've said it it's been a big deal so i feel like you're just you're much more understanding person so i feel like i made it big yeah exactly we just spoke about it like i didn't realize the extent i guess that was something that was a bit yeah but how important do you think that it was that we talked about it? Really important. Really? Because, no, because... How? <laughs> <laughs> because 
like before that things would happen and I wouldn't understand why. Yes. Because you wouldn't talk about it. Yes, exactly. So, like, you start to blame it on other things rather than, like, oh, hey, this is probably, like, a mental health thing. Yeah. So, I guess right there we can... We point out number one reason for having a conversation with the people around you. It helps people understand. Um, so, I think... I want to talk about how it's impacted you in general. Um, I guess... Maybe I'll give some some context to how I've behaved around you, should, should we say, in terms yeah. of my mental health. Yeah. So, um, let's say... So, we started dating in August. <laughs> August, <laughs> August of the year of the pandemic. And um, so, it was already a very stressful time. The year of the pandemic. What? <laughs> <laughs> um... I was working in a job that um, didn't agree with my mental health. There's nothing against the business themselves. I love them muchly. It's just the business itself was very stressful for me. Um, add that to the pandemic and all the change in regulations and then fourth year uni doing very hard subjects online. It was a very tough time. And then add in the loss of Darcy, which... We'll get into later because I think that's a separate kettle of fish. But um, I went through a period where um, I what's what's the term? I keep forgetting all the terms. What? Is it agoraphobia or agoraphobia? I don't know. One of the one that means that you don't like to leave your house. I went through that for like a fair while. I'm still mm. coming out of it. But mm. anyway, that was a very. Um, I feel like that was very impactful on our relationship. Yeah. How did you find that time? That was really hard. Yeah. So we weren't really going out doing things. Mm. I was inviting you over a lot more. Than, yeah. Yeah. But like you, Joel wouldn't talk about why he didn't want to leave or he wouldn't. He. What do you think he? It's me. Just say me. <laughs> <laughs> like you wouldn't. Yeah. And so, yeah, but what, what, was, what were you thinking then? I just thought you didn't want to do things with me. Genuinely. I was just like, oh, maybe he doesn't like to do things with me. Maybe he just wants to be alone. Wants to be alone. Which is, I mean, at the time it was I very... I told you that. I know. And that was very hard to hear because it's like I'm going through this thing where, it, like, obviously I want to be with my partner, Madison, you. Um, but at the same time, the thought of leaving the house to do things is so stressful. But it's, like, so hard to explain it. Because, like, as understanding as you are, mm. you haven't gone through a no. similar experience, so it's, like, hard for you to comprehend what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, and you hadn't, like, you hadn't been through that before. Yeah, it was very... Well, I've never seen it before. No, it was a very new thing. Um, what do you think... Save... Not save... <laughs> what do you think... <laughs> if there was anything during that time, what do you think helped us through it? Or what would you have rather... Like, what do you think retrospectively would have been helpful? If we talked about it, bef- like, right at the start, you're like, this is actually something that's, like, come up now. Mm. Instead of just trying, like, I feel like you tried to push it away a lot. Yeah. Or just not tell me about it. Yeah. And I think, like, as soon as we, like, figured out, like, that's what the problem is, like, we could both work around it better. Yeah. Because then I knew, like, okay, he's not, so, like, you're not comfortable, you know, leaving today, so we'll just do something at home. Mm. 
Yes. Don't you know? Yes. And I think since in the last month or so, I've I've expanded my range a bit more yeah. with the help of you and my therapist. <laughs> um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about in that sense, just more in general, how have you found it like dealing with... Because I think my way of dealing with anxiety, especially um, earlier on, was to sort of just shut down. Mm. And I think we've been through a few periods where I've yes. completely shut down, which is bad. And it's it's like, I don't know, it's something that I did in previous relationships where I just wouldn't want to talk about it because I didn't feel comfortable. But with you, like, it's been different with you because, like, from the get-go, you've been very understanding and very supportive. Um, I'm not throwing shade on anyone else, but I'm just saying that you're perfect. Better. Anyway, um, so, yeah, what what's... I know that those periods were very difficult, especially for you. What um, what sort of things were you thinking during those times where Joel was very absent? Joel was and, MIA. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't sure if like it was actually a serious thing or if you were just having a moment or what the hell you were thinking. Like you'd link it to things that had happened and I'd be like, oh God, have I done something? Does he not want to be with me anymore? Mm. Type thing. Yes, I think, yeah, that's... That's the real um, worrying thing. Like, I'll be doing things without thinking about anyone else's Mm. thought process around it. Mm. So I'll be like, oh, I'm freaking out. I'm going to go hide. And Maddie will understand. She'll get that. But I won't tell her. I won't tell her. She'll know. (laughs) But then, yeah, you're thinking that it's something you've done or. So, (laughs) yeah, it's, um, it's very. I don't know. It's tough. I think the real thing that i've had to learn how to do i'm still not great at it but it's identifying what i need in those times and like explaining it to you beforehand rather than during because i can't do it during because it's Mm. just it's bad but um yeah that the issue with that is that it's hard to like it's hard to explain what i need when you don't understand what I'm going through. Yeah. So then, like, the first thing I got to do is try and explain what I'm going through. Mm. Over the last, let's say, the six months that we've been dating, mm-hmm. do you think you've developed a better understanding of my experience? Yeah. I feel like I can kind of understand now, like, what type of experience we're going through, depending on, like, the time. I feel like different things you react differently to mm. and you want different things when you're reacting to it. Could you provide an example? <laughs> um, let me think. I don't know specifically. It just depends on what it is. Depends on the day. Okay. If you're not like, if you're just having a down day, you might not want like us to focus on that. You don't really like to, you know, talk about it. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> In like, the moment, well, you'll yeah. talk about it later, but at the time you want to be distracted or to do something else. And yeah. then we'll talk about it later. Mm. And I think it's like, We've been talking a lot about, like, in the moments, what you want. Specifically, you need to tell me. Yeah. Because otherwise, I don't know how to be. Yeah. But then it's also, like, as much as it is about what you want in the moment, how you're feeling and reacting, it's also about, like, how I'm feeling, like, what you want from me, what I want from you. You mm. know what I mean? Like, at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you reckon? Yeah. I reckon. <laughs> um, yeah. And the flip side of that is that, while I'm waiting for... I think... No, this is something that I should have mentioned, like, at the get-go. 
that mental health is something everyone has. It's like physical health. Like everyone's got it. Yeah. You can have good mental health or bad mental health and you can have struggles with it. So it's important that we all recognise that everyone around us has also got their own mental health and whether it's, you know, 100% fit or whatever, that's, you know, on base person, but that's not... what You know what I mean. It's varying across everyone. So as much as I'm solely focused on my own mental health a lot of the time, which, you know, that's something I've done for a long time as a single, as a bachelor. No, but you can't even help that. Everyone does that. Yeah. As a bachelor, I didn't have to think about anyone else. That's the (laughs) issue. Um, But with, now that you're in my life, it's also, I've got to be thinking about your mental health. Mm. And especially, I think for you, you're working in a very stressful environment many hours a week. So I think it's, it's important that I'm aware of yours as well. So how would you say that your mental health is on a, on a scale? On a scale? On a scale. Well, I feel like it changes depending yeah. on the week and what, like what I've gone through or, mm. you know, if it's a particularly hard week. But at the moment, it's not fantastic. Yeah. And how, how do you feel about talking to me about it? I, I don't want to overwhelm you about it. Yeah. I think that's probably like the biggest issue. Yeah. It's like when you know someone else has mental health issues, you don't want to go and put yours on them as mm. well. But it should be I don't think it's I don't think it's putting your problems on someone else. I think it's just talking about it and when it's open and someone else is aware of it, you can actually like keep each other in check. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, otherwise you have no idea what the other person's going through. Yes. I think um, whether or not they're going to be able to help you isn't as relevant as just letting them yeah. be aware of I don't think the- it's situation like you shouldn't put the the focus on fixing it or the solution or you know like finding all the problems and trying to fix all that right at at that point i think you should focus on like you're aware that that person is feeling something you're feeling something you know it's there so you can have like a basis to jump from yeah yeah you know what i mean so how has i i hope you don't mind me saying this Mm. madison (laughs) You've got a track record of putting everyone else ahead of yourself in terms of making sure everyone else is good rather than yourself. And I think that was a really detrimental thing before we started dating in terms of, you know, when I first started talking about my mental health, you were very concerned about me Mm. and you stopped really worrying about yourself. How do you think that's changed in the last six months? I feel like because we've talked about it more and I know that you're taking active steps to helping yours, I feel like I know that I still worry about you all the time, but I know that you're actively, you're trying and there's nothing I can do at that point in time to to fix it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's the whole like, what is it? You've got to like put oxygen on yourself before you put oxygen on other people. You know, the... What a great Isn't that great? analogy. <laughs> you can't help other people if you're you're not doing okay yourself. And I think that's that was your problem as well. Like it was really hard to focus on anything I was going through because you were so stuck in your own mental health. Yeah. So I feel like finding that balance of like addressing your own and making sure you're okay and then focusing on your partner as well. It's really it's a really hard balance. And how did you do that? Stop hitting the table. How did you <laughs> how did you <laughs> Um, how did you go about 
trying to find that balance. Because um, for a long time, I just constantly said, worry about yourself for a bit, and you just sort of not. I don't know. I didn't want to address I mean, mine. I think that yeah. was a problem. I mean, I was not... The way I was going about it was not really not that good. helpful. It was more just me reminding you that you should go do something about it. But I didn't really know how to help. Yeah. But, yeah, what did you do to go about starting to put yourself first? Um, I just, I think it, unfortunately, it took, like, a turn and you get so, like, it gets so bad that you're like, I actually have to do something about it. You bottomed out. Yeah. It's, like, it's impossible to keep going like that for a prolonged period of time. Yeah. You can't. You can't expect someone to just give, give, give all the time. Yeah. It doesn't Sometimes work. you got to... you got to... Yeah, so what did you do? Did you just like sort of... You just took some time and just completely put yourself first or did you did you reassess was things in your life? Was this before or was I mean, that a dating order now? <laughs> once you bottomed out and decided that you couldn't keep going on whatever that may have been... Did you, like, what What did you do to go about finding that balance? Um, I think I just started to focus a bit more on, like, what my issues were and what I could do in my life yeah. at the time to fix that. Yeah. And not put all my energy and focus into, like, worrying about you and yours and just, like, split it. I don't even know how I... I don't know. That's so helpful to the listeners. How do you even do it? Like, I don't even know, Joel. Well, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's, it is a difficult process to describe i think yeah it's a difficult process to be Mm. honest it's not like something you just write down and go step one do it do this yeah but i think yeah you the way that you went about it was yeah from your perspective i feel like i can't describe it from mine i think that you let it go too long in my opinion yeah but it is very hard to just start it Like, it was a bit... Like, it was getting unhealthy. That's That was my concern. Like, mm-hmm. I was very worried about you. But, like, once you did hit that point, I think you you sort of just realised... Like, you came to realisation that you're like, I need to think about myself. And that's what you did for a bit. For, like, you know, a week or so. You just solely thought about yourself and went, what do I need to do mm. going forward? And it was really good. But, yeah, I just think... For people that are, think they're in that sort of situation out there, it's it's much healthier to address it early rather yeah. than waiting until you get that point. And especially because, you know, you're working in a hospital where every day is very stressful. Mm. So it's like if you let yourself to get to a point where you're going to snap, then it's going to be very... Healthy. Yeah. But I'm very proud of, you know, when you did you know reach that point and you took you took steps yeah um and i'm not sure like i don't think i was that much help during that but i'm not sure how much help i can be mm-hmm. like i'm not sure i feel like for you it was sort of a process that you needed to do on your own yeah like you needed to go all right i'm putting myself first and i'm going to do it on my own yeah but i think having, when i'm ready for the help i'll take the help yeah thing. but having someone there just like to listen and to support you yeah and be like no you're doing the right thing i'm here if you need yeah if you need here if you need <laughs> um we can all take a cue from netball lingo here if you need um yeah i yeah there there's a a like a misunderstanding between someone providing help and someone providing support yeah like you can be there to support someone without 
like doing the thing for them. Yeah, and I think that's something that we talked about because you wanted to fix the problem and find a solution straight yeah. away. Yeah, it's a very man thing to do. It is, very it really manly, is. It's very masculine. You don't look into anything else. It's just like, what's the problem? Here's how to fix it. Um, yeah, but I think you've come a long way and so have I. And I think personally, I wouldn't have been able to do it without having you there. And I know there's been lots of times where you've said, like in those darker times, you've said to me, you don't know what to do. Like, you don't know how to help me. Yeah. And... Yeah, I think that the main thing is that I know that you're there mm. sort of thing. I know that you're, the support is there while I'm trying to do it, like do what I have to do. Like I don't need you to fix this situation for me. I just mm. need to know that you're there, not as like a safety net, but more just like a, you know, I've got someone in my corner sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so from that, how would you... All right. Because we've got 10 minutes left mm-hmm. for this part. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you say that... So I, you'd say that both of us have been through our own sort of experiences with addressing mental health mm-hmm. during our relationship. How do you think that's affected the relationship as a whole? I think that in the harder times, in the beginning, it put a lot of strain on our relationship. Yes. Because we couldn't focus on like... Not necessarily the nice or happy things, but like couple things because it was so just solely focused on trying to make sure we we're like mentally healthy before we could even get anywhere. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially with you not like wanting to leave the house, you couldn't go out and do things like that. Yeah. So I feel like that was really hard and put a strain in our relationship. But I think overall it's actually made it so much better that we're so open about mental health. Yeah. And we talk about it. And I don't think either of us have ever been intimidated to talk about it with each other. No. Like, I feel like that's just so natural with us now. Yeah. That because we're so open about it and we want to speak about it and we feel comfortable too. Yeah. We talk about it all the time. Maybe we're too comfortable Probably. with some things, but... <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you can never be too comfortable. No. Um, don't you reckon? Yeah. I think... I know. There's some words that I'm not allowed to say around you anymore, but that I used to say a lot, such as, am I a burden on you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think, actually, that's probably worth um, talking about because the people, some people that I talk to with similar experiences, they do feel like they're a burden. They don't want yeah. to talk about it with people. Um, so, like, yeah, especially early in the relationship, I felt as though um, this is when I was very self-centered and you know thinking about myself and you know how that affects like i was thinking about how it was affecting people around me but only in the context of you yeah of me so i was thinking you know i'm like how is madison thinking about all this but about me so yeah i was always thinking that um my anxiety was stopping me from doing things and it was putting a lot of pressure on you mm. and that was a burden on you. And I kept saying that and not really... I was sort of using it as an excuse not to own it myself sort of thing. Yeah. To just go, you know, yeah, this is my issue and I know that Madison's there to help. But I can't just keep saying, oh, this is a burden on you and sort of pushing you away. Mm. So tell the listeners <laughs> what 
what did you feel when I was saying, I, am I a burden on you? I don't know. I, hmm. Hang on. Hmm. Hmm. What do you mean? This is a proper Andrew Denton question. No, seriously. When I was saying, because every time I told you, I feel like I'm a burden on you, you wouldn't crack it. But like you I'd would, crack it. you got upset. I would. Yeah, but you didn't yeah. yell at me. You didn't no, get angry. No, but I'd be like, don't say that. You got upset. Yeah. yeah. So like, why? What were you feeling? Well, I just didn't want you to feel like you couldn't talk about it. Because mm. I felt like if you kept saying, oh, I'm a burden, I don't want to put this on you, like, I hate how it's all focused on me, it made me feel like if I was to say, well, yeah, you are a burden, you would just stop talking about it mm. at all. Yeah. And it's not a burden. Yeah. That's the thing. Mental health isn't a burden. It's not a, oh, this is all it is, like, I'm sorry, that's all I have to give. Yeah. It's just another element. It's like if someone else is sick. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like a problem, pneumonia. It's just an illness at the Sorry, time they not, get through not, it. We're not all nurses here. I don't, what do you? <laughs> it's not the sole focus. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I was using that as sort of a. I was labeling myself as, um, like when I in it was almost as if when I was introducing myself to people, I was like, "Hi, I'm Joel. I have anxiety." Yeah, that's and all I am. Yeah, that was all I was. But like, I think. I've slowly realized that it's just another part and especially that I know that you understand that it's a part of me, but you're like, you're very um, intent on convincing me that, you know, it's not everything. It's not. Like, it doesn't mean that it's not there because we know it is, but it's not like, it's not who you are. Yeah. It's just a factor that you have to consider. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's... um, I think I've actually, speaking of that, I feel like I've had to find a balance. Like, there was a time where I was like, I don't talk about anxiety at all. And then there was a time where that's all I talked about. And I was like, I'm owning this. I am anxiety. <laughs> but then I had to figure out, it was like, no, you don't, you're not just anxiety. It's like, yes, that's part of you. And yes, it's good to talk about. But it's also not the only thing that you have to talk about because you are other things. Yeah, sort of thing. there's things that. So I think it's been, it's been a fun little, um, First six months of our relationship, having to deal with that. Should I preface that I have absolutely no experience with anxiety myself? Oh, yeah. At 20, <laughs> 27 minutes in, Madison's never had anxiety. I have, life. no. Um, so that's why it's been very... <laughs> I feel like we forgot to it's been very. That. Oh, well. It's been very interesting that, um, you know, for someone that's never experienced anxiety in any... Well, you have in some form, but you well, just I mean, don't label yeah. it as anxiety. But, um, you know, dating a guy that's... I wouldn't say that I'm the most anxious person in the world, but I'm up there. <laughs> you surely are. <laughs> I'm up there. So, I think, yeah, it's it's quite an accomplishment that you've um, survived this long with me. <laughs> no, it's about wanting to understand. I think that that's the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think in previous relationships, I think the balance was... Oh, I don't, I don't want to... This might upset you. I don't know. That's okay. We're going to say it. Um, I feel like... So, I've had three key relationships, including me. The first one did... So, I got along with, but she didn't understand the anxiety thing, and I was too immature to talk about it. The next one understood my anxiety, but we just didn't share enough in common. And then I found you, who is fully understanding, so supportive, and is my soulmate, more or less. So... I just think it's important to find the person that, even if they don't understand it, is willing to understand it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, 
All right, we'll wrap up this part. And then in the next part, guess what? We're getting real dark. Um, <laughs> um, I'd like to thank my wonderful partner for spending Valentine's Day with me recording these podcasts. Um, share it around, blah, 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 all the same stuff from before. Madison, did you want to say anything? Ah, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. As always, ask how you're going. No, but seriously, how are you going?